Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Football Fig Nuts Podcast. This is Season 3, Episode 49. If you count it all of them, it's 149. I'm Craig. And my name is Britt. And Britt, we're back, and everything is opening. The pandemic is gone. Everyone go back out to bars. Don't, don't go don't go to bars, people. Listen, you, ready? you, you want to know what's opening? The only thing that should be opening right now is that beer. Bush. Yeah. So, no, <laughs> no. No. I mean, really quick. Do you see the three states that are flaring, like absolutely in out of control flaring? Florida, uh, Texas, and Arizona. Yes. Yep. Saw that. They're the three states where every asshole on earth went out and drinking on Memorial Day weekend. Yep. Shocking. Yep. Even Shocking. even the cow, some of the cowboys have it now. Yeah, we'll get to we, that. We will but... get to that. But first, let's start where we always start. Just where we crack open a beer. So I'm going to go first. Okay. I am drinking Lucy's Last Call. Nice. From Voracious Brewing. It is a golden ale. Technically, I think a Belgian strong by definition, and it is named for Lucy, who was the um, the uh, owner's uh, dog. Uh, and when she find, when she passed, they named a, a, a lovely beer after her. So I'm raising a glass to Lucy tonight. Craig, what yeah. are you drinking? I think she was a, she was a lab, right? Golden Retriever. A Golden Retriever. Yep. Yeah, she was a Retriever. Her 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 partner George is still there. We saw him this week when we went to go get the beer. He's a good dog. Um, he's a good dog. He's very old, but he is the reception. We walked <laughs> in the door of the place. They, they're having the out the drinking outdoors, but. If you want to go cans, you have to go into the physical tap room to get them. And we walked in. We had not even been greeted by the guy who was pouring drinks for the people uh, drinking outside yet. When George came up and sniffed us both and then looked us both up and down, me and my wife, and then decided my wife was the one that was going to get to pet him. And he just sat there while it it was hysterical and so cute. He's just a sweet little dog. And it's a great little place, voracious out in Monroe, Connecticut. So what are you drinking? Today, I have a can, and I gave you one of these cans. Uh, this is a beer by Nod Hill Brewery in Reading. Uh, okay. This is Sail Off to Your Own Private Isle of Wistful Abandon. I drank that. I liked it a great deal. I think I gave it a four and a quarter on Untapped, um, so that was good. Yep. That it's was a, good. Oh, yep. oh, I forgot to tell you. Uh-oh. I, uh, I put in another order for that place Bush. this week. Bush. What the hell is the name of that brewery we ordered from that I broke up the three packs? The one with the the black and blue sour. Why am I drawing a blank on their name now? <laughs> I don't know. You Ooh, ordered a lot of beer from guy. them. I did. Well, I ordered another case. <laughs> it's coming on Friday. Uh, why am I drawing a blank? I'm looking at my, my email now. Too much now. beer. <laughs> New Park. New Park Brewing. So, um, they, they, and you ready for this? They had another, they do a blender series, which is sours that are different fruits. Mm-hmm. They had another blender. This one was raspberry. Oh. And I'm like, I got to get the raspberry because I know Laura would like to try it and you would like to try it. And I know my wife is always into new sours. I look, cases of the blended are gone. Wow. Crap. Go that to the variety fast. packs. This is 1230 and they start, they open the orders at noon. So this That's is a half crazy. hour after orders for the week open. Um, I go to the variety packs, which is how I got the last set of blender. I got it in a variety pack where I got two four packs of, of three different beers. Yeah. It's the, the the mixed variety pack is sold out. What? I'm like, you're sold. What did you have, like four four packs of this thing? I mean, <laughs> what happened here? I look down. There is still one variety pack with it in it, but it's half raspberry blender and half uh, goes, a goza. I'm like, there's no way. No one I know is drinking 12 cans of Goza. <laughs> we, we'll, we'll try it, but there's no way. I mean, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be handing this out for weeks. So we, we are getting, we gotta get a different mixed case. It's got a couple IPAs um, and the Goza in it. Um, so I'll, I'll have some beers for you at some point. I'll give you a can of each. So you can give them some tries. Thank but you. That stuff was good too. Nod, the Nod Hill stuff you gave me was good, and this was good too. So, all right, burning hot takes, giving or receiving. I will give. What do you got for me? Um, this is just probably more of an opinion piece. Um, did you 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 saw who's going to be on the new Madden cover? Yeah, because you told me. Yeah, it's it's Lamar Jackson, and two days before it got announced, did you see the video of him falling over a jet ski into the ocean? 
I did not see the video, but I had heard of it. So I heard that he was okay. He's okay as far as we know. So he was playing, I don't know, catch or dodgeball. He's something on a on beach. A jet ski. Uh, well, no, no. He's playing on a beach, okay. right? And they're playing like tag football on the beach. He has like a Nerf ball in his hand. Okay. And standard Lamar Jackson, he goes to pass to somebody and he, hey, he decides to run. So he's running down the beach and he gets near the water and there's a jet ski parked there. He hits it and flips over the jet ski into the ocean. Oh. <laughs> I'm just saying it's weird. It's weird. I mean, Mahomes, Mahomes made it out of the Madden curse. He did get hurt. Everyone, yes. everyone almost died. Britt, yes, I think, lost a year off his life when that happened. Oh, where was I when I happened? Was I with you? <laughs> you you may have been. I was somewhere because I just remember going, oh, no. Oh, no, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Andy Andy no. Reid stopped breathing for probably 10 minutes. The so. entire Kansas City, <laughs> the entire town of Kansas City, the people who run Heinz Ketchup, all of us stopped <laughs> breathing. So I'm just saying it's weird. That's that's. Mm. Really, I know you're a firm believer in the Madden curse. So I am. Is it? Does this? Does this? Does this move Lamar down your board? You know, it might. <laughs> Seriously, because he's going at like the he's going in the top two and in quarterbacks. Hold on. Yeah, I've got the uh, the best ball ADPs up here. See, that's that's the thing. I mean, we'll get to our rankings in a few weeks, but two weeks, two weeks, a couple weeks, two weeks. So, so you know, if you don't if you don't get the top tier players there's a drop off so there's you know, a cliff there's a cliff exactly so if you don't get lamar jackson or mahomes you know that's what it. you don't have to draft a quarterback anytime soon that's it and that's and th- and that's the thing and that's the thing i i we've always used this joke when we talk about the cliffs in drafting i ask people to to think about um the old uh price is right game uh i think the, it was called the where the Yodler would go up at the edge. And you know, when, how, I mean, in that game, it was like 25 or 30 steps. Mm-hmm. But not every tier in a fantasy draft is like that. Sometimes it's shorter. So the question is, where do you, where do you find yourself falling off the cliff? And with quarterbacks this year, it's after the top two. Yeah. It's after <clears> the top two. I mean, Fantasy Pros has Dak Prescott as the number three and nee. in the top tier. I don't. I have him. I have a massive second tier. I have like seven or eight guys in that second tier. But they, you know, no, I don't. It's 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 going to be a weird year. It's going to be a weird year. So, all right, my question for you. So let's get this out of the way because I know how much you love talking Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> Anthony Lynn finally decided no one was talking about Anthony Lynn, so he brought oh up he brought up that he would be interested in potentially having. Uh, Kaepernick come in if they needed an emergency quarterback. Uh, I'm trying to think. So they ha- right now they have three quarterbacks. They've got Tyrod Taylor. Yep. <clears throat> they drafted Justin Herbert mm. and Easton Stick. They drafted two. I don't know who that. Who the hell is Easton Stick? <laughs> Who's that guy? I, who is the? Who is he? <laughs> I don't know. Uh oh, he he came out of the 2019 draft. Okay. That would be last year's draft, right? Yes. Drafted by the Chargers in the fifth round of the 2019 draft. He took set, he took snaps in preseason. He did not play in any regular season games. Okay. Thank you, Wikipedia. <laughs> Always on the fly there to help me out. <laughs> but should Tyrod Taylor trip over a water ski and Justin Herbert retire for reasons we don't understand... <laughs> And Easton Stick fall into the Springfield mystery hole. <laughs> that was a good episode. So, do you think it? Do you think Kaepernick would be a fit for what the Chargers want to do? Uh, they do. Kaepernick probably isn't going to agree with Anthony Lynn's stance on things, but you know, why not? I mean, we we we. I'm, I'm stuttering today. I don't know why I'm stuttering today. The, the Chargers are in full rebuild. Yes. Full rebuild. You have Austin Eckler and also appearing in this film. It's <laughs> basically your cast of characters for this year. I don't want to hear about Keenan Allen. Do not come to me about Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen has three games, either at the very beginning 
or very end of every season where he looks like an all pro and the other 13 games he looks like he's playing Madden so <laughs> no I don't want to hear about Keenan I don't want to hear him I don't want to hear about it the Chargers need to build bringing in Colin is not going to help them build they've got to keep these three guys healthy they've got to keep one of those two young quarterbacks either Herbert or Stick probably on the field. Herbert if everybody's <clears throat> healthy it's going to be Ty- Tyrod Taylor unless things go terribly south Excuse me. Oh, beer's making me uh, hiccup a little bit. But if something bad happens to Herbert or Taylor, we'll see what happens with Easton Stick. <clears throat> for, personally, Easton Stick sounds like a terrible action star name for me. <laughs> you know, like who the hell do you think you are? I'm Easton Stick. He needs <laughs> That's to, a good he name. Needs, he needs to. He needs to sound like he's been smoking six packs an hour for the last thirty years. He has to have that kind of voice to, to pull off a name like that. So it, it, it sounds almost non-existent. We were watching. Have you ever watched? I think I probably told you about this. Have I you ever watched what we do in the shadows? Mm-hmm. You, you've watched the TV series? <clears throat> I've watched some of it, yes. Okay. The second season's on. Have you watched any of the second season? No. You need to because without spoiling too much, there is a special guest appearance by a notable Star Wars alum in one oh. of the episodes. Oh yeah. Mm. I was like I was like I know that voice and then they throw back their hood and I went, "Oh my god, it's blank." But in that episode, one of the vampires goes on the run and takes on the name Jackie Daytona. <laughs> and, and convinces an entire town that his name is Jackie Daytona. It is hysterical. Folks, if you have never watched What We Do on the Shadows, it's on FX. The first season is on Hulu. The second season's playing now. If you like watch British it. humor. It is it is British mockumentary style humor. It is basically a documentary about three vampires living in Long Island that do nothing. They were sent to the New World to colonize it for vampires and just decided, screw that. We're gonna live our lives or our <laughs> afterlives if you will fantastic funny show it, it is a comedy it's hysterical watch it all right craig what do you got for me what's your what's your second question uh the last thing um <clears throat> and we were talking about it did you install retro bowl on your phone i have installed retro bowl on my phone i took the washington franchise to two retro bowl losses in a four-year span nice and after the second Retro Bowl loss, I got an invite to come coach Kansas City, which had a three-star defense and a four-and-a-half-star offense, and I said, goodbye, Washington. <laughs> so for people who have no idea what we're talking about, imagine a strategic version, like a front office strategy version of Tecmo Bowl on your phone, and it's called Retro Bowl. Go download it. The unlimited version is 99 cents. The regular version is, and I have no idea how much you get with the locked version because I unlocked it after two games. Oh yeah, it's, it's totally totally worth it. It's made by one dude. Yeah, it's it's made by, a, and it was a lot of fun. It was stupid. You, you you face decisions like you come in on a Monday morning and you find out your kicker was just arrested for DUI, which. <clears throat> we found out this week from the giants isn't just in video games anymore (laughs) no and are you gonna find him or are you gonna let it slide because if you find him his morale is gonna go down but if you let it slide the whole team morale will suffer then they play worse and then they play worse and i have found spoiler hint team morale is more important individual morale if your team morale is high then the guys who are grumpy don't get as grumpy yep I'm guessing that's because they have no one to bitch to. Then certain coordinators have like little extra perks where if you fire them or change them, the whole team morale goes down. You know, other offensive players gain experience more. There's a draft after the season. So you have a salary cap. So if you sign that star receiver for $35 million, you're not drafting. You're drafting a one-star kicker in the first round. <laughs> Though I, w- I would recommend using the 12-person uh, uh, lineup roster. There's a 12-person? There's a 12-slot roster option? It's Yes, it's very helpful. 
it defaults to 10. So yes, ooh, yeah, that allows me to have backups because I in Washington I had a star running back. Like this guy was four and a half stars. I drafted him. He was epic, and I was so enjoying playing with him. I was that was one of the reasons I I almost didn't want to leave Washington. <laughs> I make it sound like I actually left. Um, <laughs> he did. I, I, I didn't want to leave Washington because of him, but I was like, every year I go 14 and two, we go into the playoffs and this guy breaks down because he's just carrying so much of the load. Oh yeah. They I have, have like a, 70, they have a stamina rating, right? 75% of the plays involved him. And by the way, you don't have to directly call a run play. Half the time your running back will run to where the spot is and catch the ball over the wide receiver. They're like, screw this. I don't care about your play. I just happen to be in the area. I have it. I'm going. So <laughs> that, there's that no way to preserve your running back other than giving him rest. Well, here's the thing. If you rest your star players, the guy you get gets you a yard per carry. Yep. Maybe two. So I drafted another running back. <laughs> oh, to switch them? Every like fourth or fifth game, I would swap them for one game and get him rested up. And it worked that last season. I went 15 and one and then lost in the championship game championship game. But still it is, it is a lot of fun. Yeah, it is fun. Now, <clears throat> I use, is... um, I use dynamic difficulty. So it changes how hard the game is. If you that's win a more, that's the default. So that's what I have too. Yep. I need to just go down to the stupidest <laughs> level so that I can actually get a championship in this. But all right, we're 20 minutes in. We haven't even talked about anything other than, that was sort of football. Kaepernick. It's a fantastic little football game on your phone. And Definitely. it's funny. Craig Craig has been talking about it for weeks. And i kind of been like, eh, yeah, okay, whatever. I was at a family function this week, and the only time someone invaded my six-foot bubble was when he wanted to show me this game on his phone. <laughs> and I let it happen. Because we were both wearing masks. I was like, all right, I need to see this. And then I come back, and I'm like, Craig, have you heard about this? He's like, dude, I've been telling you about this for a month. <laughs> I felt it's so fun. stupid. I felt so. It's fun. All though. right. Yes. We have a lot of little news and notes. I just want to fly through really quick because we want to get to Brit's best ball failure right off the bat. Okay. So really quick, Craig, I'm going to do, this is going to be a new segment. And by new, I mean, this may be the only time we ever do it. <laughs> Rapid fire responses. I want <clears throat> 30 second answers and I'm moving on to the next topic. <clears throat> okay. There are words out of Denver that Royce Freeman may not be secure as the number three, that Gordon and Lindsay are locked into the top two, but there's a chance Royce Freeman doesn't make the roster in Denver. Thoughts? Uh, start calling teams now, Mr. Freeman. There's teams that need running backs, and with those two there, your time is going to be very limited. One word follow-up. Is he draftable? Hmm. <clears throat> Oh, is the answer. Next topic. Yes. TJ Hawkinson, (laughs) supposedly not quite 100%. TJ Hawkinson and Noah Fant are two of our big kind of like tight ends to watch ascending, have been since they were drafted last year. Are you worried about drafting Hawkinson? I am. Definitely have to pay more attention to his status. If it looks bad, I would go with Fant. Okay. Daniel Jones. So in a... uh, call this week with the uh, media uh, Joe Judge said quote there are some things he has to improve on I'm not going to get into a full assessment right here criticizing him in public just yet but I would say he's got a skill set end quote <laughs> is this the coach putting him on notice that he's watching or is this Joe Judge setting up Daniel Jones's exit should he have a bad year uh, more the first one because i don't think they can give up on him that fast one number answer rank daniel jones between one and 32 one being best 12 really you put him that high well my initial number was 15 i had put him like 20 yeah okay rumors that sam darnold is working with saquon barkley during the offseason aside from the fact that these are the only passes darnold will complete and he only passes Barkley will actually get thrown to him. Your thoughts? Uh, <clears throat> uh, that's fine with me, as long as neither one of them has COVID. 
yeah, people are reading into it. I'm like, listen, they they both play in New York. No, it's just it's just them working out. Chill out, everybody. Last one. David Montgomery says the run game will be better. Does this move him up the board for you? In PPR, maybe a spot. Non-PPR, no. My response to that, don't ever listen to what players say. Dan Marino told me I needed isotoner gloves. Don't ever listen to what he, players say. He told you listen. that every Christmas. Every Christmas for the first 20 years of my life. <laughs> don't listen to players. David Montgomery can say whatever he wants. David Montgomery, Montgomery can say Santa Claus is going to have 1,000 yards rushing this year. It doesn't make it true. So there we go. Snap decisions. So, Craig, we are now on the edge of draft season for redraft. Wow. The dynasty stuff is done. Fast. It did. It did. You said that last year, too. I know. I don't. I know. No. <laughs> um, it's not, We're on the edge. July is really prep season. August through Labor Day is really draft season. Particularly that last weekend of August is, is a lot of drafts going on. But right now, if you want something to do, there's best ball. There is. So last year, I was a big fan of draft.com. I liked their setup. I liked their app. I spent a lot of time and a lot of money on their site. They got bought up by FanDuel. They're not doing the best ball on draft. I went to FanDuel's site. I couldn't find best ball on, on That's their site. That's sad. I like best ball. I, I can't. But, well, so here's where you get happy. I did find out that Yahoo is doing it. Mm. And uh, I got to find the other site name. I want to make sure I get this right. Uh, and DraftKings isn't doing it, right? Uh, they've never done it. Okay, so there is a website through my fantasy league called Best Ball Tens, where there are Best Ball Fives and Best Ball Tens, and the number is what it costs to get into them. So between those two spots, Yahoo and MFL, I'm I'm in kind of I've been I've been by this time last year I had done at least ten Best Balls. I did my first one today. Nice. It went poorly. Oh, sad. It went poorly. So let's talk about, I want to talk with you. I want to run this this this, uh, this lineup by you. Okay. And, and find the mistakes I made. So right now, according to Yahoo, this is on the Yahoo site. It's a 10-team league, by the way. My starting lineup, which is, by the way, one quarterback, three wideouts, two running back, a flex, a tight end, and a defense. Don't like defense in best ball. That's a whole other story. My starting projected lineup right now is Deshaun Watson, Tyreek Hill, Sutton, whose name I'm drawing a blank on, his first name, C. Sutton. What the hell is Sutton's first name from Denver? Cortland. Thank you. Cortland Sutton, T.Y. Hilton, Derrick Henry, Melvin Gordon. My flex is James Conner. My tight end is Rob Gronkowski, and my defense is Houston. Craig, initial thoughts. Who do you love? Who do you hate? Do you like Deshaun Watson as a starter this year? In best ball, don't forget. In best ball, man, Houston really worries me. Mm-hmm. So I mean, me in, in best ball, that's not bad. No, I wouldn't. Yeah, best ball, it's okay. Let's approach this a little bit differently. I'm sorry. I should have done this. Let's do it by position. Okay. So that that's my, in theory, starting lineup. But my quarterbacks, I went three deep. I grabbed Watson, Tom Brady, and Kirk Cousins. Kirk with a K. Two Ks, <laughs> by the way. Now, by the way, I should tell you guys, I drafted out of the 10 out of 10 hole. So I had, I had the double every round, but I drafted only once every <clears> 20 picks. It was brutal. Watson, Brady, Cousins. Can that carry me for a decent season? Mm, yeah. Yeah. It can. It's better than the year I last year when I drafted Andrew Luck in one and only <laughs> Andrew Luck. Yes, that was that was a bad move. So I wasn't thrilled with this, but I got I got to Sean Watson in like the fifth round. I got Brady and Kirk much later. Uh, so there's that. Okay, wide receivers. I went super deep at wideout. Okay. Wideout and running back, I went crazy deep. So these are my wideouts. So I have Tyreek Hill, Cortland Sutton, and T.Y. Hilton as my starters. Okay. I grabbed Christian Kirk 
just because he's got that big game possibility, I think Arizona is going to improve. I grabbed Brandon Cooks because I don't know what he's going to do in Houston, and I've got Deshaun Watson. I grabbed Jamison Crowder because it was the second to last round, and I still felt like I didn't like what I was seeing at wide receiver. And then with my very last pick, because I owe this guy loyalty, <laughs> I grabbed Byron Pringle. Nice. <laughs> Hill, Sutton, Hilton, Kirk, Cooks, Crowder, Pringle. Thoughts? Again, best ball, that's not a bad lineup. Because I don't have to say anything. All I need is Brandon Cooks to have that one week when nobody else does. I mean, that's the, that's the, yeah, that's the joy of best ball is you don't have to worry about who to start every week. Do we think Brandon Cooks has any chance of a resurgence in Houston? I mean, he might because I feel like Houston doesn't know what the hell is going on. So maybe. Bill O'Brien, by the way, has said, um, (laughs) yeah, I know. Bill O'Brien has said he is not going to have a problem with players want to take a knee. Okay. By the way, during the anthem, he's not going to have a problem with it. And I'm like, well, that's the first thing I've ever agreed with Bill O'Brien about. So that's nice. All right, so running back. Again, drafting 10, it was ugly. So I decided to go with potential upside candidates. Okay. So Derrick Henry, I mean, again, Henry's had one good year, but he was sitting there in the, at the end of the first round. Melvin Gordon, I think Melvin Gordon is going to engage in a revenge tour. That's just my opinion. And James Conner, I'm not getting overexcited about the fact that he, like, you know, flexed out or bought his dad a new truck. Not going to get excited about that. But here's where it gets really, we talked about dropping off cliffs. Here's where my guy drops off the cliff. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Darius Geis. Oh. Yeah. Remember when he died. was, like, the next big thing? And then he died, and then he came back, and he was the next big thing again, and he died again. Yes. Darius Geis is the NFL equivalent of the castle in the swamp from Monty Python. (laughs) I built a castle in the swamp, and it (laughs) fell over. But I built it again, and that one fell over. So I built it a third time. That one fell over, caught fire, and sunk into the mud. (laughs) But the fourth castle. (laughs) But the fourth castle stood. (laughs) That's essentially where we're at with Darius Geis. But here's the thing. Is this the fourth castle? Yeah. Is Darius Geis in 2020 the fourth castle? You know, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what he has left in him. I don't know. Just like, just like David Johnson, you know. Well, that's the thing. And David Johnson, by the way. Once you're hurt, it's not good. David Johnson's going around ADP 90 in the best balls. I'm saying. All right, so that was the first reach, but it gets worse. No. Because my next running back was Alexander Madison. Okay. <laughs> in Minnesota, and that's completely dependent on whether or not Dalvin Cook decides to show up for work. That's all there is to that. Oh, yeah, we that hasn't really, there's been no uh, action on that, has there been? Not that I've heard, no. Not that I've heard, no. Then the last one, so this one has a, a roster limit. I could only draft five running backs which was a problem for me because I want all the running backs. So the last one came down to a decision between our friend Benny Snell and A.J. Dillon from Green Bay. Mm-hmm. And I decided to take the risk on A.J. Dillon. Am I nuts? Benny Snell versus A.J. Dillon? Thoughts? No, because I don't know. I think Snell, with the way the Steelers are using him, I'm well, then also, also, too, his status depends a lot on Connor. Which we have, which may, which is why Snell went up a notch in my book. Because I've already got Connor on the roster at that point. So why not grab Snell? Because if anything happens to Connor, he may not get the lion's share of the work, but he's probably definitely getting the goal line work. Right. And I decided I'm going to go with A.J. Dillon. And the reason I went with A.J. Dillon is because I have zero faith in Aaron Jones this year. Zero. None, huh? just... <clears throat> Do you have faith in the Packers? No. And that's that's point B. I have no faith in the Packers. I saw a Twitter poll this week. Devontae Adams, love him or leave him? And it was like 52% love him. And I'm like, a year ago, that number's like 70. Or more. Or more. I don't think people have a lot of faith in the Packers. I think that people think the Packers are set up to rebuild. But 
it's a partial rebuild. It's not like they're demolishing, put it in construction like, terms. Like rebuild or just get rid of Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, it's like a remodel. You know, you see, I don't know if anybody knows this, but you, you can destroy a building down to the ground and rebuild it. Or you can rip out every wall, look at the, the cement and the girders and go, wow, this has got really good bones and build around it. I feel like the Packers are going to build around their bones. They're going to, I think they're going to have a bad year. I think six wins is probably realistic for the Packers without looking at their schedule. And they're going to dismiss Rodgers and they're going to say, all right, we're going into rebuild. And a year later in 2022 or so, they're going to be really phenomenal. If they keep all these people together, they have put the pieces that they've put everyone on that team on notice. Everyone on that team is on notice. Aaron Jones, Dylan is staring back there. You know, Rogers, we've drafted your successor, like it or not. Everyone is on notice. So here's where the here's where things get even stranger, because it's possible for this to get stranger. I told you I drafted Tom Brady, right? Yes. And I told you I was at the end of the round, so I had doubles every pick, right? Right. So I drafted the combo around round 10-ish or so of Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski with the full understanding that this may only play three games. <laughs> so I better make sure I move on tight end because if Gronk is bad or only plays a few games in best ball, I need to have other options, right? Right. Well, no, I didn't no. really do that. Oh. So I ended up with Gronkowski, Irv Smith, and Jack Doyle. <laughs> you know, between the three of them, you can get a complete season. Maybe. Well, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> that's actually what I'm hoping. And you know what? This is, looking back at this, this is so disappointing. There's the second beer. Oh, what do you, what's the second beer? Uh, it's also from Voracious. This is Shortcut to Nappies hmm. on New England Pale Ale. I believe I gave you a can of this. Have you tried any of the stuff I dropped off for you yet? I have. It's all gone. So you had the nappies <clears throat> then? Yes. This is their New England Pale Ale. It's a it's a fave of mine. I don't go to Voracious a lot, but when I do, this is one I always get. Um, and when I used to work at the uh, the arena in Bridgeport, we had a, a craft corner, and I was one of the few people in the place that understood there were different types of beer. Like even the guy who ordered the beer, who as nice as he was, and he was a wonderful guy, would walk up to me and go, which of these have you heard of and which of these stink? <laughs> you know, for the craft corner. And Shortcut to Nappies was the one from Voracious. I always said, if you can get it, get it. Get it in the cooler. And it, I would sell out of that stuff every hockey game. Really? Every hockey game. That's Shortcut good. Shortcut to Nappies. Would, he would only buy one <clears throat> case of it. but And, and again, it's, it's a hockey game, so it's $12 a can. I would sell out of Shortcut to Nappies. And I wouldn't even have to sell it, Craig. I would just, people would say, what have you got? Oh, my God, is that Shortcut to Nappies? <clears throat> yes, it is. Would you like a can? It's $12. Sure. Yes, I'll take it. Give me three. Okay. <laughs> Here you go. You just paid for my hourly wage. Thank you so much. <laughs> but, all right. So, yeah. So, Gronk, Irv Smith, and Jack Doyle, everyone here has got risk. And I would not be shocked if week eight, all three of these guys are done for the year. Um, Jack Doyle is just, I don't know what to make of him, but he was there in like round 20. So, I grabbed him. So, now here's where it gets absolutely worse. You, you've heard, you, you've seen me draft Darius Geis. You've yes. heard my tight end lineup. <clears throat> mm -hmm. Defense. I've already told you that Houston was my starter. I'm relying on the Houston defense as my starter. Because they're going to be on the field a lot. Well, here's what I didn't tell you. Uh-oh. I didn't draft a backup. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> the only defense I drafted was Houston. Well, <clears throat> they'll play every week. So that leads me to the question, do, yeah, that's it. There's only one week they're going to miss. I guarantee you the Houston defense will be on the weeks, on the field 16 <laughs> weeks this year. In best ball, I mean, I, I use that extra spot to get guys like Jack Doyle or A.J. Dillon or Byron Pringle. Right. I mean, I, the Byron Pringle thing, I get it. I'm a homer, and we all know the story that Byron Pringle made me money. Thank you, Colonel Sanders. But – should I have drafted another defense instead of those guys? I feel like defense is so minor. In like, best ball, Houston, yes. Houston's like, you sh I should or should not have. You sh you shouldn't have, because the other positions in best ball are more valuable. That's it. I mean, Byron Pringle is going to have one game this year. Good luck figuring out when it is, but he's going to have one game this year where he hits double digits. 
I just don't know when it's going to be, but it's going to happen. It's going to happen. And when it does, I want him on my roster. Why is Norton's doing this now? Norton's Uh-oh. has just decided, God, I can you still hear me? I can still hear you. Okay. I always worry when my computer starts doing routine maintenance because it thinks I'm not doing anything <laughs> that I'm going to start. Also, you know, I hate that. I hate that when calls go south like that. All right. So I'm going to do some more best balls. I, I want to try the uh, my fantasy league best balls. Um, oh, good. Performance tasks are complete. Thank you, Norton. Go away. Um, but I, I, I like the Yahoo interface. I'll be honest with it. You have to do it on PC. You cannot do it through the app. Um, I tried to do it through the app, and it auto-drafted a team for me that might actually be better than this, but I don't think so. Um, I think there's a setting on the app you could uh, turn auto-draft off. Yeah, but it, the problem was I reg- – here's the problem with Yahoo. I opened the app, and it said, do you want to do best ball? And I went, yes. It put me into a room, and then the moment the draft started, it went, you need to be in front of a PC or tablet. Really? Well, then why did you let me register on the goddamn phone? Because when I did one, it didn't do that. It just put me in the room and it waited. Well, you're Mr. Apple, so maybe you have fancy stuff. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. I don't know. But, yeah, so. So, best ball is in full swing. Craig, now that you've heard about my best ball nightmare, who are you looking at? Let's just say off the top of your head, are there guys who you're looking at and you're like, wow, that guy is really – he may not be a great early pick or a mid-round pick or a late pick for redraft leagues and season-long stuff – but in terms of like best ball, that's a guy I want to try and grab. <clears throat> For me, the first person that comes to my head is Kyler Murray. Oh my god, yeah. And you know what? In best ball, he's the third ranked QB. Really? In ADP. Yes. I'm looking at an ADP right now. He is firmly at number three. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm I'm absolutely with you. And apparently a lot of people are. A lot of people are. So I just, think Arizona's just, gonna be better. They're not going to like win their division, but they're going to be better. Really quick, for those who don't know what the hell I'm talking about when I say best ball, best ball is a draft-only format. No trades, no waivers, no pickups, no lineups. You draft a team, and you are done. All you do at that point is watch. The computer automatically puts your best quarterback in every week based on their score. So it's done after the fact. So it's it's a lazy man's football it's fantastic but, if you have 17 leagues. Yeah, or if you um, are really, you know, if you're new to fantasy, because I did this with my family last year. Um, yep. I was like, hey, let's do a family fantasy thing. And most of them are like, they're not going to change their lineup every week and look up players right. and whatnot. So I'm like, hey, up with orphans. we'll just do a best ball league. You don't have, you, we'll do the draft together, like online. And yep. you know what? You just check your score every week. So that's the best ball. Yep. And the best part is games at Yahoo start as cheap as a dollar. Uh, games at my fantasy league start as cheap as five. Yeah. So, so all right. So let, let's talk about running back really quick. Mm-hmm. Who's your running back? I mean, obviously McCaffrey, Barkley, Elliott. These are the, the now, guys that with, are the big With things. Elliott, do you think his COVID diagnosis uh, does it bother you? It doesn't. COVID um, affects your lungs. It does. But I think it's if you're going to get it, get it during the offseason, particularly if you're a young person, you can get over it. But, I mean, the question is, does the immunity actually matter? That's true. We don't actually an know. Article, and that's the thing. We don't know. We will eventually. By the time we know, we'll also probably have a vaccine. But I read an article today about a woman who got it, spent a month in the hospital, no ventilator, but a month in the hospital, got better got discharged, took all the precautions, and was back in the hospital this week. Really? And with the with the, the disease, and the researchers don't know, did we discharge her too early? Was the test that, we, that said she was okay wrong? Or is this her contracting it again? And we don't know. If we can only contract this once, if this is a chicken pox style disease, then by all means, Ezekiel Elliott having it right now is fantastic fantastic because he's young he's not going to bother him by the time the season starts he's going to be over it he's not going to be contagious and he's not going to be hampered by it that's all that matters to me don't spread this stupid thing there was an article in the wall street journal this week that said 80 percent of infections 
are due to 10% of the COVIDiots out there that refuse to wear masks, refuse to social distance, and think it's a great idea to go to a bar on Memorial Day and sit there and go, here's to the virus. Woo! <laughs> Those people can all take a flying leap off a bridge. And it's 10% of the population that's doing this. We have to be careful with these things. So I'm fine with the fact that Zeke has it. Are you worried about it? Um, Only in the sense we don't know, and he's probably not going to say, like, how bad he has it. Because I saw an interview with someone who got discharged from the hospital. And uh-huh. every time he talked, he coughed. Yep. Because he couldn't take a full breath. Well, here's the problem I have is that the folks, when they're discharged, they're supposedly clean. They can't communicate it anymore. But if you're if the test is wrong, like take my the lady from my example, she could potentially be walking around and giving it. I mean, she was going and donating the ant the, the antibody blood for plasma. Oh, we she have was. To be careful with this. Yes, that's oh. how. There was four weeks between the time she was discharged and the time that she started to feel sick again, and the doctors went, "Yeah, you have it." And she was like, "Well, what the hell, man? I had the antibodies. I got cleared to donate blood." Damn. Yeah, it's we're still trying to figure this out. So, all right. So I, anyway, back to the main topic about this because I, I want to just move this along. Not that I'm trying to dismiss COVID. I'm very concerned about COVID. I'm pretty much working from home the rest of this year, not by <laughs> choice, but by necessity. So outside of the big three, McCaffrey, Barkley, Elliott, who are you looking at? And you're like, that guy might be great for best ball. For running back? Yes. Um, <clears throat> I know. Okay. So this is going to sound biased of me, but I think this is the return of Joe Mixon. Here's the problem. This Joe year. Mixon's already ranked at number seven in best ball. You're still picking first-round guys, even though you don't realize you're picking first-round guys. You're picking first-round guys. You know who went early this in mine that mm. I was, like, shocked? Was Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. I've seen him really high up on a lot of lists. In best ball, he's a tremendous risk, but a great risk to take. High upside, you know, but if, if he's terrible or if Damian Williams decides, crap, I need to keep my job... <laughs> You know, I, he went in the second round in the, the one I was in today. I was actually eyeballing him for the end of when I came back around the fourth round. I was like, he went like two picks after me. I'm like, really? People are taking him over guys like Julio Jones? Really? You know, I mean, there's, you know, there's Mike Ingram. I think Le'Veon Bell, now that the Jets put a lot of effort into their offense, may have a few Le'Veon, good weeks. Le'Veon's going 32 overall. Third round overall. It's <laughs> crazy. Wide receiver, try to stay outside the top 10 this time. Damn it. <laughs> who, who's the guy you're eyeing that nobody else is thinking about? Uh, hmm. Receiver, huh? Mm-hmm. You know what? This sounds crazy, but possibly for crazy. best ball now yeah, is Devontae Parker. Let's see, where is he on my list? All right, he's he's 23 amongst wideouts and 57 overall. That's not crazy at all. Not crazy at all. Mine is Terry McLaurin because he was so great in spots last year. I can't imagine, he, even with Washington's changes, he's not going to have three or four really good games, right? Mm, so Probably not, no. I mean, and again, <laughs> we're talking outside the big guys. We're not talking Michael Thomas. We're not talking Tyreek Hill. We're talking guys that are good for best ball format that you can get a little bit later on tight end. Here's where it gets tricky because there's four names on everybody's list and they're Kelsey Kittle, Andrews and Ertz. Give me a name outside those four. Um, <clears throat> you know, I would go either. Well, my, my, well, there's three for me. All right, go ahead. I, you're my tight end guru. So go right ahead. So it would either be, Waller, Fant, or Hurst? Because Hurst Waller's, is in Hurst is in Atlanta now. So Waller's at five, by the way, in best ball. Is he? Uh, among tight ends, yeah. But that's like 61 overall. So I'm sorry, you said Fant? And Hurst. Hurst is at 12 in tight ends and 14 for Fant. So those aren't crazy. I I love 
the potential for Noah Fant this year. Potential being the key word. Best ball for me, I want the guys who are going to go off. I call it the Stefan Diggs factor. <laughs> Back when Stefan Diggs was new to the league, he'd play three games a year where he went crazy. 150-yard, two-touchdown type games. Those are the guys I want in my best ball leagues because I don't have to pick when it's going to happen. I just let it happen. Fant is too consistent for me there. For me, the guy there is Dallas Goddard. As much as I think think Zach Ertz is a fantastic tight end, look at the last couple years with Dallas Goddard. There's like two or three times a year every year well every year being like the last two it's not like he's been in the league forever there's a couple times a year where he gets two touchdowns and you're like wait a minute i thought zach Ertz. what the hell the same thing people were saying last year when byron pringle had that 100 yard game and people were like well tyree kill standing right over there what the hell is this it happens best ball you want to find the guys who are going to go off and if you're lucky they all go off at different times. So I had a couple of times last year where I had really good wide receiver cores and then all three wide receivers were in 100 plus yards in the same week. And you're like, well, that doesn't help me because I I can't count those extra scores. I can only count the top three, you know? And I look at my quarterback and my quarterback was like the worst week ever and it's plus 12. And I'm like, but I've got a wide receiver on my bench that's plus 22. What the hell? That's the way best ball works. That's the way it works. That's true. All right, believe it or not, we are out of time. Before we get the final thoughts, next week is episode 150. Wow. We were going to have a party. I was trying to book a room (laughs) at a brewery. COVID (laughs) screwed us all. But we are still going to have a fantastic season-ending episode next week. And then the first week of July, we will open season four. Yes. Okay. Season four. I, I keep I keep getting this wrong, so that's why I'm saying it with a question mark. I'm like, is it four? <laughs> but we we'll, we will we will definitely see about that. Craig, final thought. Final thoughts. Hi, Deb. We have been so busy. I've been so caught up in my own head <laughs> with all the football stuff. I always every time draft season rolls around, I forget. Hello, Deb. She does. She does That's actually the download the podcast and listen to it. And we know because <clears> she texts us to tell us what she liked and didn't like every week, <laughs> which we appreciate. Don't take that as a criticism, Deb. Um, yeah, I was just gonna say, definitely check out Retro Bowl if you like. If you like Tecmo Bowl, just like an easy kind of football game. The controls take a little getting used to, but it's definitely oh my fun. God. Passing is a brute. Definitely worth um, the dollar, two dollars that it is. Um, you can find the you, there's a there's a subreddit for it, but the guy is really active on Twitter, you know. Um, and yeah, try try out Best Ball. Just download the yeah. Yahoo app and try it. It's a lot of fun. I'll say this about Retro Bowl. So the first year I played, I played with a guy who was like a star and a half quarterback. And had no arm strength. So in the draft, I went and I got a quarterback with arm Mm -hmm. strength. And all of a sudden, I was overthrowing all of my receivers. (laughs) And and my only thought was, I drafted Browning Nagel. You did. He can't hit an open guy, and he throws it a million miles an hour. (laughs) It it does. The the controls get a little used to getting used to, but, you know, that's okay. Definitely fun. You'll get used to it. My final thought is... Next week, I'm sorry, a little more than a week. No, it's, it's, oh my God, it is next week. Oh my God, it snuck up on me. June 23rd, 2020, I am hosting a virtual fundraiser for Bingo for an agency I'm associated with here in Connecticut. If you would like to play virtual Bingo and you would like me shouting numbers at your face, go to tkcbingo.com dot give smart.com and buy some tickets it's 10 bucks to play there are going to be fabulous prizes that's a lie i have no idea what they're doing for prizes <laughs> but they're doing something for prizes and i'm the bingo caller and i will do my best to give an uh an entertaining opportunity and word on the street 
is that there might be a bonus prize for someone that involves Craig and I helping you with your draft prep one-on-one or two-on-one because there's two of us and one of you. <laughs> but we are we are currently working out the logistics of how that would work. So we'll if you like virtual bingo and you need – yeah, exactly. That's why that's why they're like, well, what date would you do it and how would this work? I'm like, listen, we can figure this out. We we figured out a podcast on the fly for three years now. We, we can did, figure this and out. now we figured out how to do it remotely. Yes. Oh my God, that was <laughs> thank thank God. As a side note, thank God that Craig and I finally said, you know what, we need to figure this Skype thing out just in case. <laughs> just, because just in case happened, it did. <laughs> it really did. Just in case came to pass, and you know, it was just kind of one of those things. Where I was like, Craig, you know, sometimes I get home from work, I can't drive back down to to see you and he was like well let's figure out a remote version okay we figured out a remote version and fortunately that's been keeping us going leave us a review wherever you listen to us apple Podcasts, stitcher player fm wherever you listen to us please leave us a review if you'd like to reach out to us we are always open to viewer questions we are fignutsdfs at gmail.com we are at fignutsdfs on twitter we will be back next week for our episode 150 spectacular. And then the week after that, the week that starts off July, we will be back with the first week of our rankings. It's that time of the year, folks. It is. The, it has been like three months since the Chiefs won the Super Bowl. Believe it or not, <laughs> it's been almost three months since the Chiefs won the Super Bowl. And we are going to help you get ready for your drafts and get ready for your season. Thank you so much for listening. Until next week, my name is Britt. I'm Craig. And we are the Football Fig Nuts Podcast.